How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Ruben Vegas Show. Yeah! All right, we are back with more. We got episode 84 in the His House. Episode 84 is a special number. Special number to me because, fun fact, the number 84 signifies my entry into adulthood. Because back in the day, uh, old Ruben had a cable box when I was a kid. I was like five, six years old. I was a kid, and on the cable box was a magic channel, which was channel 84. And on channel 84, guess what? They had pornography, and that was the first time I had ever seen any kind of, you know, sexual acts or nudity. It was because of Channel 84. So, fun fact for you guys. That that is the number that signifies my, uh, my entry into the world of sex. Mm. Anyway, guys, uh, we got a fun episode for you today. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Basically, what happened, I'm going to explain myself real quick. Basically, what happened is that um, a few weeks ago, I went on vacation. In the middle of my vacation, I ended up getting COVID. I survived COVID. And then um, I went back to work for a little bit. And then now I'm on vacation again. And I've been working on a lot of stuff, man. I've been keeping real busy. I've been very... I've been a very good boy this month, very productive, have a lot of cool things in the works, very excited, um, have a lot of good content, high quality. Um, I'm kind of just done with Instagram trying to like make something on there. I'm going to just focus on bigger projects, big picture, big money, you know, working on a few things. Also, um, the podcast, I got to continue to do it. It is uh, my fun little hobby. And um, I've gotten some good uh, feedback on it. Hope you guys enjoy our little show that we got going on here. And uh, let's just go right into it. Hugh Hefner makes his girls suck German Shepherd cock. That's right, I said it. Hugh Hefner, the late, great Huey Hefner, the Playboy King, uh, apparently... According to a new docu-series that's coming out, or it's already out, apparently he would force the girls to suck on dogs' dicks just for his entertainment. So let's read the actual statement. Let's see what was actually uh, said in this article before you guys are like, oh, fake news, oh, fact check them, fact check them. Let's just read what the article said. So here we go. So, a new docu-series alleges that the late Playboy founder Hugh Hefner recorded sexual acts without permission and engaged in sexual activities with a dog. Alright, let's read into this. So, here we go, reading the article. This is from the New York Post, by the way. Alright, here we go. When betting books on bunnies became too boring for Playboy Baron Hugh Hefner, he allegedly moved on to dogs. Okay, that's disgusting. Hef's purported penchant for bestiality is just one of the explosive claims made in the forthcoming A&E documentary, Secrets of Playboy, out on Monday. I, I will be watching this. I will check this out. This sounds very interesting. The damning 10-part series unmasks the once-heralded late mogul, who until now has been revered 
revered as a godlike stud, slinking around his estate in silk pajamas and smoking jacket. To reveal the ugly truth about the man who built his sex empire on the backs of vulnerable women. Well, anyway, okay. He was a predator. Hefner's ex-girlfriend, Sandra Theodore, who's 65, told The Post, I've watched him. I watched his game. And I watched a lot of girls go through the Playboy Mansion gates looking farm fresh and leaving looking tired and haggard. It was really gross to me how Hef didn't want to use protection, she said. That's crazy, dude. This guy's been with, like, thousands of women, and apparently he wouldn't use protection. That is, uh, that's, uh, scary. Anyway, citing the first time she was coerced into an orgy. I never expected to be the first, let me do her voice so it's less confusing. I never expected to be the first person to have sex that night or to be pushed into it. I definitely felt humiliated by it. Other women, like former Playboy Bunny mother PJ Maston, recalled witnessing Hef force porn actress and deep throat star Linda Lovelace to perform a sex act on a German Shepherd. All the guys were laughing when Linda got out of the limousine, Maston said. She was drunk and drugged. They got her so messed up that they made her give the German Shepherd oral sex. You want to talk about depravity? This is despicable. Wow. Okay. So, what do we think about old Hugh now, right? Like, I always think, I always thought that, especially as a kid growing up, you know, you think he's he's a badass, right? He's a player. He's got all these girls around him. He's just got a bunch of... You know, he has this big mansion and the little grotto and beautiful, you know, naked women walking around 24-7. Seems like he's living the life, right? But, you know, as you get older, you start seeing, like, all the darkness. You start seeing the underbelly of these things. Even You don't even have to be there. But just, I think, uh, that quote, either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Luckily, he more or less died a hero. Because when he died, it was I think it was a little before cancel culture really uh, took hold. Now that he's dead, he can't really get canceled at this point. But I have a feeling we're going to learn a lot about Hugh Hefner from, you know, he can't really defend himself at this point. So it's kind of a... It's kind of a sucky situation because like we kind of just have to take these people's words for it. And it's like, oh, now they're coming out with these accusations. Now that he's dead, why didn't they do it when he was alive? Because they loved him so much. They respected him so much. So sometimes, you know, I, I, I like to I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't want to assume everybody's a liar. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a weird situation, man. Like, what do you, do you just take these people's words for it? Is there any, do, do we wait for, like, proof? If they can't prove it, do we just, you know, say they're lying? I don't know. I want to trust them. But at the same time, I, I'm not going to blindly trust every single accusation of, of a guy who, you know, I, I'm not defending him. But I also don't want to just assume that every accusation thrown at him, you know, for the next few years is 100% accurate or true. Uh, a lot of these accusations sometimes happen many, many years ago. 
and I don't know, man. I'm a benefit of the doubt kind of guy. I like evidence. I like proof. If it's something that's impossible, at least, you know, hopefully there's some witnesses that can kind of admit to it. I don't know. But this this German Shepherd shit, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I feel like that that's probably true. It's so absurd that I feel like it has to be true. It's not like, oh, like he 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 touched my ass inappropriately while we were taking a photograph. Like, oh that whatever. Maybe he did, maybe he did it. I don't know. But this dog, like he made a, a porn star's suck off a, a German shepherd in a limousine filled with people. I feel like it's true, right? I feel like it's true and it's disgusting, but you know, apparently these these women were drunk and drugged. People do a lot of crazy shit when they're drunk and drugged. I've never thought about you know, swallowing a dog's load when I've been drunk and drugged, but I'll tell you one thing. I know a few people that might I know a few people that might have even fucked a dog. If they got real pushed, they got really pushed into it. But we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna get into that. We're gonna go into um, some trust issues that I have with today's uh, today's society. Right? I'm not a very trusting person. You know, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but sometimes when they when they when people say these absurd things, I always kind of take it with a grain of salt. Right? I'm not the person that's just gonna a hundred percent believe everything you say especially when when the things you say sound very out there and exaggerated constantly right if somebody gives you an exaggerated story like once in a blue moon man oh maybe it's true but if somebody every fucking day they have a new crazy insane story you know you gotta take it with a grain of cum but Again, I feel like I've talked about this a few times, but I just have, I don't know if it's my trust issues or or what, but I'm just so skeptical when people post a GoFundMe with an absurd amount of money uh, being requested. It's like, oh, my mom broke her leg. I need $50,000. And then it's like a long essay, like, oh, my mom, like, she loved walking. Her favorite her favorite thing was to walk around Publix and to do her groceries and to walk to the, to the store and to walk to the kitchen so she can cook me and make me food, make me dinner. She loved walking. She loved walking in the backyard and picking the weeds. She loved, uh, occasionally she would run when the dog would, you know, run out of the house. She would have to run after him for a few seconds. So my mom loved walking. She loved running. But we had an incident. She twisted her ankle and broke her leg. So now my mom has a broken leg and she can't walk anymore. She can't do her favorite thing ever, um, which is walking. And occasionally a, a light jog, maybe a run. You might be able to consider it a run, but it, she loved to walk. So guys, I'm asking you to please donate um, to my GoFundMe so we can we can pay the medical bills for my mom's leg. Um, right, my mom works. I work. Um, my entire family works 
Um, we all work full-time jobs. We all get paid pretty good. But I want to ask you guys to please donate because we need $50,000 to pay to fix my mother's broken leg. Um, anything helps, guys, but I really do need the 50000 in whole or else I don't get uh, the money. So, so anything helps, but not really. You kind of have to donate a lot. So uh, let's make it happen. Everybody share this on your story. Um, share this with everybody. Send it to everybody, please. We need $50,000 to uh, fix my mom's broken leg, okay? She's not going to lose her leg or anything like that. It's just a, a little part of the bone kind of snapped. So the doctor's asking for $50,000. So please, guys, donate. Uh, don't forget. Uh, share with your friends. Send it to your family. And, um, and thank you so much. Yeah, so we're getting a lot of people like that. We're getting people like, oh, my dog has an ear infection. Please, guys, I need I need $27,000 for my dog's ear infection. Um, anything helps. Anything helps. Anything helps. Yeah, but you're asking for $27,000. So obviously anything, if I donate a dollar, it's not going to help too much, right? You need, you need a lot. You need $27,000 apparently to fix your dog's ear. It's like these numbers that are being thrown out on these GoFundMe's are ridiculous. Like, have you ever Googled Googled some of these like procedures? If you Google them, they're always much, much less than what they're asking for. It's like, yeah, you maybe you're going to use the money for this, but you're going to have a lot of extra money to like to splurge, right? You're going to go to the mall after you're going to buy some Jordans and some fucking you're going to buy a new car. Like, why do you need this so much extra money? And I'm not saying that everybody that makes a GoFundMe is full of shit. I'm sure there's some genuine ones. And maybe, you know, God forbid, maybe I have to use one. I have to make one one day for something like a tragedy. You know, you know, I'm not I'm not bashing the people that are are genuine and, and making one for the right reasons. But I feel like a lot of people are really pushing it. You know, they're really pushing it with the amount that's being requested. Where it's like, like, dude, like, oh, my, my cat ran away. I need $10,000 to buy a new cat because that was a really special cat. And to fill the void, I need to buy a cat that's exactly the same. And this guy, you know, I don't know. That, that's a stupid example. But you get what I'm saying? Like, some of these things are ridiculous. Like, oh, my, my mother needs her her appendix removed. Please donate $150,000. Like, dude, let's Google an appendix removal right now. Let, let Look, it's this easy to kind of see who's full of shit. Appendix. Let's see. Let's see. Appendix removal. Uh, surgery cost. Let's see. Let's see. Appendix removal surgery cost. What? Okay, so this is interesting. Okay, that was a bad example because this one is saying it can range anywhere from fifteen hundred all the way to a hundred and eighty thousand. Okay, so that one that one was a bad example. So that that's really expensive. An appendix removal. My mom got her appendix removed, and that shit did not cost that much. There's no fucking way. Let let me go. Let me let's go on Instagram. Let's have some fun with this. I'm gonna look up uh, GoFundMe on like the hashtags. And let's see some of these people's GoFundMes.
Because I feel like a lot of these people are full of shit, man. I really do. I feel like a lot of these people are full of shit. Some of them are genuine. Some of them are genuine. And, you know, I pray that these people get the help they need. But, okay. Alright, so this guy... Okay, so this one seems fair. It's a guy says, help me save snow, my dog. $6,000 goal. Okay, doesn't really say much, though, but... All right, let's see this. Tracy homecoming from prison. $6,000. Okay, so that's... They're trying to get this girl some money. Help disabled D. This is just making me sad now. My family just placed a down payment on this pup to be my service dog. We need to raise at least 1300 more. This one is one of my life dreams. What? Okay, so this uh, this was this is not a this is not as easy as I thought it was going to be cuz for a lot of these you actually have to go to the link on the GoFundMe. Help Yalicia rebuild. Okay, so some of these on Instagram actually seem legit. I think it's just like a lot of bullshitters on in Miami that I see them share their like second cousin's friend's post about, you know, his that he needs $15,000 to buy his son a a Christmas present. You know, ridiculous things. Oh, look, this, this little like hipster girl. Please help me save for a room or studio. $10,000 goal. I was like, what? I feel like... I don't know, man. So she needs ten grand to buy an apartment. Help Ryu, so help this help the German Shepherd get treatment he needs for recovery. Eighteen thousand dollars. One donor donated two hundred bucks. Dude, what what is that surgery? They need eighteen thousand dollars. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Let's skip this because I'm now I'm just feeling bad because I'm seeing a lot of shit that seems kind of legit. But I'm telling you, a good chunk of these these GoFundMe's are full of shit. Like they're asking for money that is way more than they actually need, and I don't like it. I do not like it. And you know what else I don't like? I don't like the media changing my favorite uh, cartoon characters and making them more socially acceptable, making them more politically correct, right? You saw what's happening with the M&Ms. I honestly could give a shit about the M&Ms, but it's funny though. There's a lot of rage going on with the M&Ms. So apparently the green M&M, which used to be like the sexy one, I think, her and the brown one, her and the brown one were like the sexy M and M's. Um, now that they, they got a they got a new look, they got a new look. Before the green M M&M and M was showing a lot of skin, she was showing a little bit of arm, she was showing a little bit of legs. She had her little stiletto boots on. She looked, uh, you know, she looked she looked good. She was a little baddie. She was a little baddie M M&M. and M. She looks she looks pretty good. You know. And, uh, and now, look what they did to her. Look what they did to little Miss Eminem. 
they gave her some like Adidas. So she doesn't have her little boots anymore. She's not showing any skin whatsoever. She, Before she was showing her little skin on her legs and arms. Now she's all covered up. She's wearing Adidas. She looks like a, like a little, you know, little uh, lesbian, kind of like hipster lesbian, right? Which is cool, but, you know, I, I like, I like the, the sexy one, right? She, was, she seemed to have more of a personality. This one seems kind of boring. Like, even her pose is more boring. It's like, she's just standing there like, who's going to suck my dick? I don't have one yet, but I'm actually trans, right? I don't know. And let's see the brown one. Did they do anything to the brown one? Because I remember the brown one was also kind of sexy. Brown M&M. Let's see. The brown one. Oh, so the brown one was like the sexy librarian. She had glasses and she had some little heels. So the brown one was also pretty sexy. The brown one was doing her thing. I think they still kind of... I think the brown one still kept some of her sexuality from what I'm seeing here. Brown M&M 2022. I don't know, man. I don't like when they have to, like, just keep the cartoons hot. You know, you saw what they did to Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny was my first cartoon crush. When I first saw Lola Bunny at Space Jam, holy shit. You remember when you were a little kid and you'd get boners and you'd be like, My, my pee-pee hurts. Ha, ha, ha. And you're like cover it up and it's like poking out of your little shorts. I remember having that feeling, having that 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 sensation and being like, oh my dick. Oh god, it hurts. <laughs> my fucking big teeth and my big head, like I'm just laughing hysterically. Um Lola Bunny doesn't look too good in these days, guys. She doesn't look as uh she lost her her femininity, right? Like I heard that feminine uh touch. Or maybe I'm just a, a male chauvinist pig. Maybe I'm just a fucking... Maybe I'm just a douche, right? Maybe I'm just uh, one of those guys. Like, oh, all the girls have to be half naked and fucking showing their tits and whatever. I'm not saying that, but I don't know. Why do they got to lose their, their, like, spice? So let's see. Oh, perfect. A good comparison. Original, and now these are the woke. So they honestly look the same. The only one that really changed was the green M&M. The brown M&M also lost that pigment of her skin. But they all lost their pigment. They all used to show some skin. But definitely the green M&M, she lost her little boots and now she has Adidas. That's not fun. She went from having like stiletto, like little stripper boots to like Adidas. Not cool. I think that's the tremendo downgrade right there. Oh, man. Fucking M&M's. Who would have thought? Look how far the podcast has fallen that M&M's are part of the, the weekly news story, right? Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. I saw this, this little retard on Instagram saying... Uh, calling out republicans he's like all oh, the all these republicans mad about the green m&m they're mad that they can't get fucking pegged by her and and, and nutted in by the green m&m some stupid shit like that 
People calling out Republicans. People calling out Democrats. I don't even give a shit anymore. I know I would trash the, the, I guess, like, the woke left. Not even Democrats as a whole. Just the woke left. These hardcore leftists. Um, I'd trash them a lot, but at this point, everybody's stupid. Everybody, Everybody has their own biases, including me. I'm trying not to. I'm trying my best not to and just to kind of... I've always, uh, you know, loved having my own opinion on things. I don't like following the trends. I like making my own decisions, my own thoughts. That's why this is a podcast for free thinkers, made for by a free thinker. I want you guys all to make your own decisions, not to just believe everything you hear. Try to cross-reference things. Don't just believe the first article you read. Sometimes you have to do a little extra digging if you want the right information. Um... Make sure you know where your information's coming from. A lot of these these media companies are extremely biased, um, you know, on one side or the other. So you gotta get you gotta get to get the facts. You can't just trust the Twitter fact checkers. Is what I'm getting at. Just because there's a censorship label on your on your friend's Instagram story doesn't mean that he's full of shit. It just means that somebody somewhere thinks that that information is dangerous to you, and you're gonna. And you're going to be fucking brainwashed by, by fucking Nazis or something if you read that. I don't know. But it, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Make your own decisions, guys. Make your own decisions for the love of God. Be your own person. Don't just follow all the sheep. Be a fucking wolf, baby. Be a fucking wolf. That's what my mom always said. She's like, Ruben, be a fucking wolf, baby. Be a fucking wolf. Don't be a little sheep. Don't be a fucking sheep, Ruben. Be a wolf. Be a fucking wolf. I said, all right, mom, I'll try. I'll try to be a wolf. And then she's like, well, flavor, flav. It's like my new favorite thing to say. Well, sorry if that's loud as shit in your ears, but I've been watching Flavor of Love. You remember that show from the early 2000s? They re- they really don't make TV like they used to. The early 2000s was so iconic. That's why I think I, I think I grew up in a great time. I feel like I'm in my late 20s. And I feel like we really did. I feel like everybody thinks their time was the best. But I really do feel my time was very special, right? Because I I grew up in the age where the internet hadn't fully taken over. The internet was like in its infancy. And then by the time I got to high school is where the internet really started popping off. And everybody was on like their little social media and starting their little MySpace and Facebook and and then, you know, eventually Instagram and whatever. But I'm glad that I grew up in an age where social media wasn't so prevalent, where everybody had a social media. Everybody you knew had their little online profile on their fake little avatar and like this this fake persona online. Um, and e- even reality TV. If you look at reality TV from, from that time, it was just so much more raw, so much more less scripted, less less uh, nonsense. It was just more raw. People just trying to be famous and and there wasn't a blueprint, right? There wasn't this blueprint on how 
how to be entertaining and how to be uh, how to optimize your time on these reality shows because since there wasn't a blueprint, people just had to kind of YOLO it, right? They just had to just be as crazy as possible or some people were more reserved but some people would just be as crazy and problematic as possible because they thought that that was the best way to garner attention and to get the views and to get maybe called back for season two and to they needed to be entertaining and for some it was it was uh causing drama right fighting against the people in the in the mansion and and being in everybody's face and calling people fake and and saying, you're not here for Flav. You're just here to be a singer. You're here. That's why you're always singing, you stupid bitch. Oh, my God. And the way the, they, they call themselves sluts and whores. And, and it's crazy, right? It's crazy to see this because this, this wouldn't fly in today's age. And they, they'll call out the girls for, like, liking other girls. Like, one girl was like, oh, I've had sex with a girl before. And they're like, this gay-ass bitch, get her out of here. Get her out of this fucking, this show. She's not here for Flav. She likes pussy. She likes eating pussy and ass and titties. She don't like no dick. I like dick. She don't like no Flav dark chocolate motherfucking dick. You like my impression? That, that was an impression. Those aren't my thoughts. Before I get canceled. I don't give a fuck if I get canceled. Fucking whatever, dude. I'm just having fun. This is all bullshit. I'm just having a good time. <sighs> but yeah, man. Flavor, flavor. And then there was Rock of Love. Rock of Love too. Um, that, one was, that one wasn't as entertaining. It was just a bunch of trashy white girls getting hammered and fucking each other. And fucking uh, Brett, Brett the Hitman Hard or whatever. All of them were just bang them from episode one. He was just having threesomes with all of them. Compared to Flav, it's very funny to watch because I saw a little bit of Rock of Love and then I started binge watching Flavor of Love. And it's crazy to see that Brett was just hooking up with all these girls from day one. Flav, it's crazy to say, but he was more of a gentleman. He, I think he only hooked up with like one or two girls per season. And when I say hook up, I mean like actually like maybe have sex with them. You know, he made out with a few of them, but he would take his time. He wouldn't make out with them from, like, episode one or two. It was, like, after he, he got a little connection with them, they would kind of, like, have, like, a mini hookup where they would kiss and make out. Or maybe he'd feel up their butt or whatever. But he was more of a gentleman for having all that power over, like, all these women. But you can tell that I'm, I'm at the end of season two right now. But you do see the difference from season one and season two. I feel like in season one, since he didn't have that blueprint to work off of, he was being more of a gentleman. And I think he only made out with like three or four of the 20 girls that were there. But then if you watch season two, dude, he's make, he he gets a little more aggressive. He I think he realizes the power he has over these women. And it's very funny to watch like the transition from where like he didn't really know what he was doing. And then in the second season, he's like, yeah, if these girls don't fuck me, I'm going to send them home. And they know that. So he's like bringing all the girls to his room. He's feeling up on them. He's sleeping with two girls at a time constantly. Like he's 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 doing his thing in season two. And I know there's a season three, and I, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. I'm kind of like, it's just like a lot, you know. But you know, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll do a versus battle, right? I did a Joe Dirt versus uh, Bobby Boucher on YouTube. Go check it out. Um, it was a video that I would. I hoped it would go viral, but I guess there really isn't an audience like for people that want to see Joe Dirt fighting Bobby Boucher. 
But whatever, I had fun doing the video. I think uh, the editing is really cool. Go check it out. Uh, maybe I'll do one of Flavor Flav fighting Brett. Uh, what's his name? Brett Michaels? I think it's Brett Michaels. That'd be funny. Who would win in a battle to the death, Flav or Brett? I definitely think uh, I think Flav has the edge. I think Brett has more like um, maybe like raw power. But Flav, Flav's fucking been to prison like 40 times, supposedly, he said. He said it to uh, someone's parents or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Prison strength is different than like, oh, I, I fucking work out and I, I hit the heavy bag sometimes, you know. And I fucking, I party. I'd give it to Flav. Flav is more scrappy. Flav is, uh, he seems faster. He seems like he he fight dirtier. Like, Brett seems kind of slow. Like, he just throws, like, haymakers, but, like, he gets tired real quick. Flav looks like he has, like, insane stamina. Insane stamina. Like, uh, high HP, high endurance. Maybe not so much in terms of, of raw strength, but speed and dexterity. Definitely can throw a lot of punches in, in quick succession uh, compared to Brett. I feel like Brett's just more of a power puncher that gets real tired uh, real quick. But the guy... Um, he like he likes to fuck, he likes to fuck. So gotta give him that. Maybe he'll fuck Flav to death. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. But yeah, guys, um, it's good to be back. Good to be back recording the pod, episode eighty four, the porn channel. Right? It's so crazy. It's crazy. Like, do do you guys have random numbers that mean like have a special meaning to you? Because again, eighty four is 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 the it scarred me, right? It scarred me as a child. It uh, it it showed me that loving a woman was more than just you know giving her little kisses. It was it was dirtier than that, right? I thought that's what love was for a little bit when I saw that. I'm like, oh, so that's what, that's love. Just go, ah, ah, ah. It wasn't Asian. It wasn't Asian. It was, I, I think the first one I saw was like, it was like a black dude and like a white blonde chick. And they were like by a pool. There was a lot of pool porn back in the day. That was a big thing. Because I remember a few times where I would go on that channel. They were always by the pool. They loved being by the pool. I guess it was a great background at the time. Like, like oh, we got to make it look like, you know, bougie, right? They got to make it look like a hot luxury, luxury porn, high end. We got a big budget because we got a pool in the background, baby. We got a pool in the background. This shit's going to be crazy. This shit's gonna be crazy. Yeah, man. Wild shit. Wild shit. 84. Maybe I'll make a, a RVS hat. 84. And there's like a, like a pair of boobies on it. I don't know. Sounds kind of gay. I mean, whack. Ah, not saying that gay is whack. Gay is whatever you want it to be in the moment when you say it right there's a good gay there's a bad gay there's a 
there's a bad straight, there's a good straight, there's a, you know, there's a good and bad in all of us. And, you know, what else is, is, is good? A delicious breakfast. Lately, I've been eating eggs, protein waffle, turkey bacon, and some strawberries, and OJ and coffee. It is the breakfast of champions, and I feel that it is it is the future of of the uh, of my life. Right, this is where we're going. So, guys, I'm gonna read one last thing to you because there is something that I did want to touch up on, which involves the metaverse. It involves the metaverse. So let's see what that was. I think it was was it this I think I sent it to myself the other day let me see sorry guys bear with me for one moment I think I I think I fucking I don't know if this guy deleted it but let's see it was an interesting post about the metaverse, which if I can't find it, I'll just have to talk about it next week. But it was um, it was explaining the metaverse and kind of, I guess the the pessimistic view on the future of I guess the internet and people um, being so involved and interlinked with with this whole new new thing the metaverse um it's a little freaky it's a little freaky i couldn't find the article i'm gonna have to talk about it next next time we're also running a little low on time but it is it is scary right it is scary that we are becoming the machine right there was always a lot of fear that some terminator like ai program like robots and stuff like that we're gonna take over and, and and murder us but what if that's already happening what if our phones and the and the internet and the computer there's there's already like these algorithms right like ai already exists what if this whole merging with the machine is already happening and pretty soon the next in the next 10 20 30 40 50 years which isn't very long at all what if in the next, you know, by the next 50 years, we've already merged with the machine? What if we we do this whole Neuralink thing that Elon Musk uh, is inventing where we have a chip in our brain and we have the internet literally in our heads? At that point, what's the point in studying, right? Like you don't need to study anymore because you have Google in your head. Hopefully it's not politically biased anymore, but... Um, you know, I love Google. I use Google every day, but I, I hate when they get involved with politics and they start censoring shit, but whatever. Overall, Google's cool. Um, but it's going to be crazy, right? Like, what's the point of going to school? Like, when you're taking a test, are they going to make you turn off your neural link? Because all you got to do is Google, you know, if you're taking a math test, just, just copy and paste the problem on the paper into your brain on Google and find the answer, right? It's crazy stuff, man. I don't know what's going to happen with this whole neural link, this whole metaverse. Um, I'm just nervous. I feel like we're going to lose our humanity, right? 
But what is being human? Have we already lost our humanity? That's another question. Are we are we still truly human at this point with all the stimulation that we're getting with all this artificial even the food is artificial everything is just so i feel like it's not real anymore and that that, that's just everything people aren't real anymore um like uh, spiritualities is it's half of it is bullshit it's just kids on ecstasy saying that they're spiritual now after popping molly at a fucking rave concert it's like even that's not real anymore women aren't real anymore with their everybody's just getting you know artificial bodies artificial lips artificial eyes artificial tits um and men it's all bullshit their personalities are just so boring now everybody's trying to be an alpha male everybody's trying to to listen to these fucking dating coaches on how to treat women when it's it's like really really and and like the women they're attracting are just these like these these party girls right these little party sluts that it's like like and when i say party sluts i mean like fuck you know how there's fuck boys and fuck boys are terrible right I feel like all of us are a little guilty of maybe showing some fuckboy tendencies at some point in our lives. Like, I know I was a little bit of a fuckboy in my, in like my early 20s, late, late teens. But I, I, I'd like to say I definitely grew out of that phase of my life, thank God. But, you know, the same way that there's fuckboys, there's fuck girls basically. There's girls that are, like, the equivalent of the fuckboy, but obviously with a, with a vagina. And, um... I don't know, man. There's just so much fakeness going on. There's just so much. Like, nothing's real. Nothing's real anymore. The food we eat isn't real. Nothing is real. The money that the money of the future isn't even real. We're going to be using fucking dog bucks and shit coins to buy fucking groceries. And even the groceries aren't real. It's all fake. Pretty soon, they're going to start selling us... Um, well, they already sell us water... They sell us water from a lake. They, well, that's convenient. But, you know, pretty soon, nothing's going to be real. Instead of real food, it's just going to be like NASA. You know how, like, uh, in the spaceships, they have, like, these little toothpaste tubes with supposedly it's food. Like, it has nutrients and calories, and it's, like, it's like blended food. Pretty soon, it's going to be that. And it's going to be like 90% like artificial filler, you know, something that's not even real food and then like 10% real food. So everything just looks like it's going that way where everything is just going to be about, um, you know, quickness, convenience, artificial, superficial bullshit, right? It's not looking good. And then once we merge with the machine, we become, we're basically going to be, you know, cyborgs. And then once we start putting little chips in our arms to kind of like, and then we're going to have the Google glasses, right? The, 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 in, the, the smart glasses where everything we see is going to be, it's not going to be real anymore at all because now we're going to have these, we're already like obsessed with our phones. Like we can't stop looking at our phones because we need that, that brain stimulation. It's so addicting. Imagine when we have these smart glasses, when they finally like perfect them. And then everybody has glasses all the time. Everybody has these smart glasses where they can be watching like a YouTube video in one eye and then uh, be doing their their TurboTax on the right 
while they're in the middle of like a, a, a meeting at work and nobody's paying attention. Everybody's so distracted. Everybody's mind is so fragmented on all these different, you know, stimuli, right? So, so you're gonna have the the gla- You're gonna have your phone. You're gonna have the smart glasses. You're gonna have the chip in your brain. You're gonna have the chip on your wrist, so that you can like click your wrist and like and like do things. You know, when you need to type something, maybe you can type it on your wrist or something like a little a little uh, holographic screen comes out of your forearm, and you can kind of send text that way. And then maybe you won't even need a phone at that point because at that point you will literally be a walking phone. You will literally become the machine. That is where we're heading. We're going to become the machine. I just hope it happens. Um, I don't know. I guess after I die. Right. I want to say if everything goes good, I should have another at least 50 or 60 years. If everything goes well, if I'm healthy, you know. But I kind of hope all of this happens after I'm dead. Because I kind of, I, I like where I'm at. Call me conservative. Call me a fucking, a boomer or whatever the fuck. <laughs> a young boomer. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't like the idea of becoming a fucking robot. Right? I want to just enjoy, the you know, these last years of humanity that I feel like we have left. But again, who knows? Are we are we even human at this point? Are we like a new... I feel like we're a new species of human. The humans of 100 years ago compared to the humans of now, I feel like we're very different. Very, very different. If you threw... Imagine being thrown into like the year 1922. You'd look like a fucking alien. You'd look insane. Yeah, the People would recognize... You, you'd stand out from a mile away. Like People would just be like, what is that thing? And you'll be like, thank you for not labeling my gender. Thank you for not categorizing me by my gender and calling me a thing. I prefer they, them, but thing is better than he or she. (laughs) Yeah, guys, that's our show. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for being my free thinkers of the world. Love you all. Peace out. We'll be back soon with another episode of The Ruben Vega Show.